0: Hello. Hey everybody. On this wonderful day, on this wonderful Sunday.
1: Uh, a religious Saturday. Y- Sunday. Sunday. It is Sunday. Yeah, it is Sunday. Yeah.
0: Um, because we record in real time and mm-hmm. then we upload immediately. Sam does a wonderful job of that. So mm-hmm. kudos off to you. Um, so turn
1: turnover. It has
0: it's been a day. weird week for some.
1: A really a weird week. But my day was good today. Well, it's been a weird past week. I guess. Mm we are on Sunday time.
0: Yeah, I, I wonder what um, the world would look like in a thousand
1: years. I try not to wonder that. You really don't. Yeah, I don't know. A thousand years is too far. I mean, like a thousand years ago, it was like the Dark Ages. I know. So it's like, Isn't that crazy? It could be the
0: Dark Ages again. I'm wondering okay. if history will repeat itself literally. In like a thousand years, we're all going to be samurais or like trying to do that <laughs> culture
1: i don't think so i mean i think that that culture might come back again but like as a trend just like like how 80s uh that doesn't really work though well like it's just culture is kind of coming back now
0: <laughs> that would be so cool if people are like hey like instead of the 80s and the 90s they're like hey let's all dress up and become samurais
1: yeah that'd be weird that would be weird. i mean kind of in yeah but like in some ways like a lot of um a lot of people wear i feel like people are wearing much more i mean it's not samurai but it's like a lot more uh manga or not uh what's it called like My, anime uh, stuff anime. well and like manga or like um that sort of more it's like depictions of samurai but like in a People aren't actually carrying swords, though. It's more Mm -hmm. of a safer version. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's not really much of a point, like, practically to be samurais again, because, I mean, the samurai swords are cool, but they're not really practical now that we have guns. It's kind of just like, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it might. Maybe in Mars, because, like, guns may not be as practical on Mars, because, like, yeah, gravity. Yes, and then like swords might come back randomly. Yeah, just to say, or well, maybe lightsabers. Maybe people will actually like use lightsabers.
0: Well, you know, uh, Star Wars, uh, Star Trek uh, basically invented cell phones. So,
1: mm. yeah, um,
0: so what also shapes the world is news, and we talk mainly about film news. Mm-hmm. So what I'm, I'm going to give
1: news? a little bit of film news. Please do, because I didn't. I didn't prepare for. That.
0: Well, the film news reacts. To actually the news. A lot of celebrities are um, going to Twitter to uh, voice their opinion on the nomination. Hmm. And uh, people, I will read a few. Uh, Ellen Degrassi. DeGeneres? Generous, Yeah. Hmm. (laughs) That's real dyslexic there. Um, She
1: basically... Define dyslexism. What just happened?
0: I just um, can't read. No, but let me read this tweet here, there, Sam. This tweet is for you! For Me? Dr. Ford! You put yourself through so much. And I want you to know, it wasn't in vain. You started a movement, and you'll see it through. And we'll see it through. If they don't listen to our voices, then they'll listen to our vote. Then Jim Carrey painted a picture, as he does these days. And he did real American his he, uh, heroism. Dr. Ford risk everything to tell the truth about this privileged Kavanaugh goon. Adventure in November. Everyone should mark November 6. Actually, thank you. That's from no, uh, Fortune Femist, which I guess is I think well, one of the actors from uh, Orange is the New Black. She was also the captain, uh, one of the captains in Star Trek. Uh, thank you. Yes, November 6. Go vote.
1: Who's saying this though?
0: That's um, I don't know. Her name is. Well, you're
1: on Twitter though.
0: Oh, never mind. She she just looks like the captain from Star Trek. Her name on Twitter is Fortune
1: Femster. So you're just going through Twitter and anyone that looks like a celebrity? No, no, no. This street... is a
0: compilation on USA Today. Uh, you know how they gotcha. they sometimes do that. Well, so anyways... I thought it was
1: pretty cool the um, Lady Gaga's thing. What I mean, is? That's... That was on Colbert. What did she do? Well, she just kind of had this uh, speech um, basically talking about, like, because she was, she came out, I don't know how many years ago, but um, she came out as being a survivor of sexual assault, and um, she she was kind of, she just talked about, like, why it's probably, it makes sense that Ford didn't remember everything. And she had, like, this kind of impassionate but, like, very articulate talk on, like, this is why, you know, she didn't. And it was kind of cool. I don't know. The whole thing has got me kind of depressed. But
0: Yeah. Um, hey, you know, things could happen. Oh, wait.
1: <laughs> Who knows what will happen in the future? Remember that one movie that you wanted to make called um, When Things Go Wrong?
0: Uh, oh, wow. That's... That- does that have anything to do with politics?
1: No, it just you, saying things could happen reminded me of that title when things go wrong.
0: Yeah, one day I'll use that title, just not for that. What was
1: the premise of that film?
0: Oh, it was the it was the like
1: um, monster. <laughs> is all I remember about it is it ended with <laughs> baby blocks. You th- yeah, you throwing a baby brick or something.
0: Yeah, basically the the essence of the story and i created this was i was in fifth grade is a monster is created in a lab um and i guess it was used by uh adult you know like adult blood or whatever something and the only way to kill it was with um childish things so they dumped (laughs) a lot of baby blocks on it and it died (laughs) let's see and then there was going to be a uh, when things go wrong too Blah, blah, mm,
1: I remember you talking about that. Yeah. Um,
0: so yeah, go vote everybody in November 6th. That's all I'm going to say mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. I know I am, no matter where I am.
1: Yeah, no matter where you are. Yeah, um, the cool thing about me is uh, my voting place is actually one block over, so it's like a five-minute walk. Oh, nice. I yeah. have to
0: drive out where my parents live, which is Ooh. like, yeah, it's, it's not a great drive Um, oh also
1: uh, this is kind of uh touching into more of um what i have saw this week but um i decided what i want to be for halloween oh what do you want to be semi i decided i um i kind of look like buster keaton yeah in a way at least my hair in the movie the general Uh, uh which is not the movie that i saw by the way but i'll get to that later um so i'm gonna I'm going to dress up like Buster Keaton.
0: Nice.
1: Yeah. So, if anyone has any suggestions on how to do that or if anyone has if anyone has any suspenders, please send them to me. DM I, me. I think you already know this, but um you always looked like
0: um what's
1: uh hmm. huh no, I agree. I I do look like, I do look like the person people are always thinking. No, about you
0: always looked like finger
1: um. Finger on.
0: Uh, buddy Holly to me.
1: Oh what? Oh oh yeah, you do think that. I don't think that at all. I don't even wear you, glasses. I think when, when you... I when I used to wear fake glasses, which I did back in the day, I'm a little bit little bit embarrassed, but not much. Uh-huh. Um. I guess I don't know. That's like the only thing. Like you only started saying that because I did that for a hot sec.
0: No, I, okay, uh, all right. Anyways, um, so now we should go on to our commercial or what?
1: Uh, yeah, let's go into our commercial. All right, so um,
0: uh, I picked this one out for this week. So here it goes. Okay. Beep beep, my phone. It's beeping at me. How can I get it to stop beeping? It's so loud. I'm deaf now, probably.
1: Hello? That sucks. Oh.
0: (laughs) Hello? Hello, I am Dr. Minky. Dr. Minky. Yeah, that's right. My name is Dr. Minky. Is your phone beeping too loud? Well, I got a solution for you. It's called a a noise-canceling beeper. You put a giant pillow It's like a giant pillow And you put it around your phone So every time your phone beeps It just vibrates Harshly like It can rip through steel uh, I call it the beep uh, Vibrator Beep killer Yeah, that's what I call it The beep killer mm, Yes. Uh, so bye today Thank you, Dr. Minky
1: What'd you just call me?
0: Bye now only for 9
1: Dot 99. You always pick really creepy commercials where they're the free the person sounds like they're talking to themselves. Or or it's like a really drunkard slash crazy uh, person wow. trying to sell something.
0: Okay, a lot of these people are my friends, that's why. I oh really? Them. Yes. And you just so you shit over! It.
1: Whoa. Well, now this podcast is rated Uh, R. Yeah, it should be. sell it. Yeah, that's true. I wonder if podcasts will ever get ratings. Maybe we should talk about the rating system. Nah, we'll talk about that later. So, Um,
0: now we're on to my favorite part, the topic for today. So, today's topic is about how history changes, or history depicts what is created in film. For example, um... In the early nineteen 1950s and 60s there were a lot of uh, monster and uh, Western movies you know mm-hmm. with the with the development of the atomic bomb everybody was talking about radiation all the monsters were created about radiation Godzilla was a, a, a metaphor for the atomic bomb uh, and then you you move into the 19 70s where movies are depicted as vietnam like taxi driver apparently was the like new york city was the jungles of vietnam (laughs) and now you have movies today which are all super depressing even our superhero movies so pretty grim yeah um everybody has to be a realistic there is no room for cheesiness uh it's very it's a seri- we live in a very se- um serious time
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and i feel like the comedy that is out is so bizarre because if you did just straight like a slapstick kind of comedy it may be too uh mundane but then again yeah. there are a lot of people who like that stupid stuff i remember I'm- i i have a, m- a memory when i worked at uh the Pittsburgh, the food, the Pittsburgh Mills Mall food court, and it actually hurts my my body. It it really does. It hurts my brain when I hear people say they loved a horrible movie. Um, and one of the things everybody was talking about, and you know, I was out serving the food. They were saying like, "Hey, did she see Grown Ups Two yesterday?" <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, I watched Grown Ups Two. It was the greatest movie ever." And I'm like, Uh, oh, I gotta get out of here."
1: Did you get it, out of there?
0: I well, eventually I quit. Or
1: just, uh, was it because of that incident that you were just like?
0: Oh. Well, it was just one of those many reasons. Like I don't love you people. I think you're mm. idiots, and I don't want to be associated with you. And I've gone there. I've gone back to Pittsburgh Mills, and they still work there. So, hmm. I personally, I'm glad they have not uh, moved up in the world.
1: Hmm. Maybe they do, and this is just their side job.
0: That's true. Maybe they've become so rich, but they want to live like a Forrest Gump, sort of like, "I mow the lawns for free." <laughs> that was my Forrest Gump laugh. <laughs> he never laughed in that film. Did he? I was just about to say, did Forrest Gump ever laugh in that film?
1: No. Like he, that's something that people don't really talk about. Is he, <laughs> was, he was depicted as, as I think he was supposed to laugh a whole lot more. But then um, Tom Hanks was just like um, Mentally challenged people don't laugh no. <laughs> And for some reason no. <laughs> This was the 90s and people were just like that's... Didn't care They were just like oh yes Tom Hanks That's let's, let's take it all out Now we they were and like
0: shut up Tom Hanks
1: Yeah well they don't say that to Tom Hanks anymore they saw But to I Tom think that, that's something that yeah. Well, They, they say go, that to Tom Cruise all T- the time Tom
0: Cruise is like hey can we do this guys And they go shut up Tom Hanks <laughs> <laughs>
1: And they they say it to Tom Cruise, and he's like, my name's Tom Cruise. Shut up, Tom. My name's Hanks.
0: Tom Cruise. My name's Tom Cruise.
1: <laughs> wow, we're off topic. No, 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 um, but I just want to I... say real
0: quick, there are screen tests. Of Actually, what I'm about to do would probably not be PC, so never mind.
1: Mm. Strike you mean, it. You mean it won't be personal computer?
0: It, yeah, I was about to talk about Max,
1: because yeah, he invests that's... in Max in the movie. He does. Oh yeah, good turnaround. Um, anyway, no, I mean, I, I see. I'm, I'm more, I, I'm more excited about like how history affects horror movies specifically. Um, well, that because I, I think like... that's more of a. Those are sometimes more blatant, of, because uh, it's kind of just like what people are afraid of are. It's kind of universal. Um like, the whole Bush era, you know, people were worried about, um, uh, uh, kind of, uh, um, terrorists, terrorists, and, uh, for example, the movie, um, Cloverfield has a lot of imagery that oh. was taken from nine eleven of, uh. like, kind of the found footage people, like, bad cameras of, like, people zooming into buildings being destroyed and stuff. I never or, like, got from, like, that. Ground floor. Yeah, Cloverfield is, like, a lot of it, um, has to do with 9-11 and, like, the fear of after 9-11. Um... T.J. Miller. Was he in Clover? Yeah. He
0: was in Cloverfield? Yeah, he's the guy who holds the camera. Really? Yeah.
1: I might do. Yeah. Um... And nowadays, it's kind of like, I don't know, what would the, I think the the thing is now is like what we're afraid of now has, is, is like now starting to be in horror films. Well, I or mean, it hasn't really been like, we're in a very new time right now, I guess. Well, you got, um,
0: you know, computers, I mean, I think Black Mirror shows a lot of what we're afraid of. That's true, that's true, of
1: being isolated. Um, I mean, we
0: live in a really weird time where uh, what we have to fear is ourselves and what our technology will do to us.
1: Yeah. Um, Well, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, that is definitely being invoked in a lot of horror films. And it's not even really horror, it's more just like mind... I don't know. It's, well it's more I'm just really like
0: a, I'm excited to see what comes out well, excited in a sad sort of way. To see what comes out of this. You had Get Out, right? Which was yeah, true. all about Get Out is
1: like I feel like the most modern
0: classic. Uh, the modern most modern horror, horror, horror classic. Yeah. Where it will be ranked with I mean you could say the Babadook Duke, but I wasn't a big I fan of Babadook
1: it. It's on Netflix. Um
0: By the way, um I wasn't the biggest fan of Black Panther, right? Um, I don't know if the audience I thought it was a very uh, mediocre uh, super, uh, superhero film I think film. that's true
1: with all movie, uh, movie films but, or, I don't know, superhero movie films. films No, superhero see
0: films. I disagree I really loved Spider-Man Homecoming and I really actually did enjoy Avengers Infinity Wars Black Panther and Wonder Woman two movies that both people are like this is the be all end all of superhero movies I didn't think it was that great and um just I I know I bring this up every episode, but one of the uh critics or speakers on uh my I guess favorite that unspooled oh my podcast. Uh she also Amy Nicholson, she also thinks it's not that great.
1: Black Panther?
0: Black Panther, yeah. Mm. Um her her reasons may be more um critical. But yeah. Anyways, so I'm just saying, uh, a critic, who that's their job, also agrees it's not that great. So,
1: mm. yeah. Anyways, I, back going to, back to the back to the like how history defines. So times. why why here's a question? Do also, you, with Sam, Independence Day as well. Oh well, that was that was '90s. Yeah, that was early '90s.
0: But here's yeah. a question: But Do there's you, still Mike?
1: like a fear of. Like outsiders invading America, which was kind of existent before nine eleven. I mean, it was kind of spurred well, up. I I don't with... get why
0: everything is being remade. That's I wonder if that's something. Well, that are has we...
1: nothing to do with is like, it what's going on in the world? That's more to do with the the, the system of movies right now, in which people are more just. Reliant on what makes money. And well, here's the
0: thing: you don't really see a lot of, like, st- like straight up good people. Like, just these people are very like a lot of the characters today are great Um, yeah, well, which, which well, I yeah. I think that's also development in writing. We now understand. Yeah. I think people w- do not want to see uh, just a black and white sort of. Uh, characters you know they they want a reasoning behind these crazy people um and i think you know i think there definitely
1: also... is more of a like trying to and especially in tv shows more so um trying to make people more realistic and like trying to well the effects to, are cuz i think good. a lot of people are feeling guilty or hurt in a certain way and they're trying to put that into media in a very honest um like for a bojack horseman like i finished i finished it this this week Ugh. and man oh man was that on the note like that was just like Woo. it was it was like 40 percent comedy and the rest was just like shit this yeah. is really real with what's going on right now and
0: it was portrayed by a horse
1: was betrayed by a horse. And the horse, I don't know.
0: uh, Just another real quick thing, just a side note, but about BoJack Horseman. Someone told me recently, and I don't know if it is true, but, like, after, I think, season two of BoJack Horseman, Will Arnett also, like, had a backslide into his alcoholism in troublesome ways.
1: Oh, man, I didn't know he had that.
0: Because of BoJack Horseman. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And playing him probably doesn't help. No. Um... Yeah, and but then it's also cool. I mean, it's it's so much easier to look back in time and seeing how the and like obviously in the forties everything was about World War Two, and like Hitler and like everything was everything was black and white. Like everything was, there's a good guy and there's a bad guy, Hitler versus you know Churchill and in FDR. It was just everything was well about, in the
0: forties. It was all propaganda. I mean, it was it all. Was,
1: but also like even the non-propaganda stuff was like everything was kind of like Casablanca. Well, actually Casablanca was kind of like that, where it was kind of like the gray, like it was kind of that person who was stuck in between good and bad, you know? Yeah. Sometimes Um, you had
0: those glimmer. I mean, I think in the gray, um, I think in the gray characters are of course the most interesting because no one is truly good or bad. Everybody's done horrible things, you know. Or not maybe horrible things, but people mm-hmm. have done, you know, not great things in their life. Uh, and I guess those who want to change are the ones who are represented as good.
1: Yeah. But like and then like the 50, I guess it was more so in like the 50s where everyone was becoming more black and white because like the 50s was more of like a peaceful well, still make that, time yeah like, that was films the, were but films were much more into about like nuclear like the nuclear scare and like um,
0: what a time to live but also like 50s well it's weird I always think of the 70s like 60s were the revolution that's where things started to change but 50s 50s were like straight up just like you know uh,
1: boring films.
0: No, no, there were probably some... I'm trying to think, like...
1: I mean, the only person I There were romances, can
0: think of, there was...
1: I mean, the uh, only person really in the 50s that was, like... Scary movies. Genius was Hitchcock. Like, Hitchcock reigned supreme in the 50s. Yeah, but then but,
0: in the 60s started to, like, all the kids, all the baby boomers, they were teenagers and 20-year-olds by this point, and yeah. they didn't
1: like the prim and proper way. It was like this... Weird. Well, that was more like the the latter half of the '60s. Like the first half of the '60s was like kind of still like the '50s. Yeah, but there was the still Yeah, but, but also
0: the hints of it. And now, now like that yeah. cat is out of the bag. Like uh, yeah, the cat's out of the bag of radical's uh, like thinking, radical thinking. Like mm-hmm. I feel like in all like there were radical people, but there was never uh, like this count this counterculture. That's now. There's always a counterculture going on that's normalized, hmm. after say the fifties. Interesting. Yeah,
1: that's a cool point. Well, I just
0: uh, I just thought of that. Yeah. So we're yeah. always going to have the you know, I mean, in a way, the left party, you know, the left the leftists are mm. the counterculture uh, kind of. I mean, they're progressive.
1: They're I'm the sure, ones who are like, even in like, is there even a counterculture anymore? Like, it's like, the I counterculture think counterculture was, I think counterculture was like the hippies, and like that was the counterculture, and now they are in office and they are like kind of run the world.
0: Well, that's the thing about and the it's counterculture
1: like, is, is it just becomes the culture.
0: Well, that's the thing about growing older, and actually, I think that's something some people will find out is the older you, I mean. There's that. I don't know if it's an actual statistic, but you know, the older you get, the more conservative you get. Yeah. Uh, and I imagine you know people like Martin Scorsese and all these radical filmmakers um, are now you know they are the biggest dogs in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's weird because I really haven't seen Steven Spielberg like voice. I mean, I've I've seen Paul McCartney. He's still pretty groovy. He is, um, I you know, but he's not a, a voice of our people, and I think he gets yeah. that.
1: Um, now, his newest album honestly was is not that good. Oh yeah, I don't know if you've listened to any Egypt Station. Uh, I have it's, not. Uh, I, usually,
0: these new kind of musics, I only if it's not played on ninety one point three, I you know, I won't seek it out.
1: It's just it's it's kind of funny because it's like it just sounds like an old man. Just singing about like how he's happy, <laughs> I, I imagine so it's kind of is... just like he's just kind of like I don't smoke anymore cause I love you. <laughs> and um, is he I... married? Yeah, he's married. He but to like some 30 or forty year old. You know what the um, surprising thing is,
0: and I know this isn't really on topic, but Steven Spielberg's has like a very large family with. Yeah, he is like, but they're... most of them are adopted. Yeah, and I think that you know that's that's. You know, you have the money, you had the house to to do that. Yeah, to I think, in a way that yeah,
1: pushing a little bit back further until like what? so we talked about forties, then we get into more like twenties silent era films. Um, well, let's how,
0: let's look but, at. I mean, let's see the movies that are out to uh, that are coming out today and kind of well, analyze. I just think that's
1: that's a little bit harder because it's a little bit more ambiguous, especially since we're living. We're going through that time now, so it's kind yeah, of just but like we
0: can see what is kind of transpiring. I mean, of course, t a lot of TV shows nowadays are very much uh, promote uh, like showing the Me Too movement and you know um, the apocalypse. There's a lot of apocalypse. I mean, I'm looking right now on IMDb the October TV calendar series premiere and return dates. Two of those are post-apocalyptic or basically there's. The Walking Dead, of course, is, mm-hmm. and then The Man in the High Tower, in the High mm-hmm. Castle, which is about how Nazis yeah. took over. I mean, I
1: think I think TV shows definitely nowadays are like the best reflection of what we're going through now. But why um, is
0: uh, Superheroes the the oh, most wh- popular thing? Is it just because someone smart came along and said, "Hey, we can make a lot of money out of this"?
1: Yeah. No, th- there's got to be more to it. I think... Uh, I think it's just because...
0: I mean, they definitely show what we can be. Be Like, we can't... Like, in a sense, we could be better people. Um, and I, I think right now, we need all the best people in the world. You know? We I don't need... know
1: why, like, superheroes are now, like, the... That seems a bit shallow. I think there's... I don't know why exactly that's, like, uh, see, that's I don't good. think
0: what you... I think what you mean by shallow is that's too, like, good versus evil. That's too easy. Yeah, that's what I'm talking no, it, about. Maybe it, it, it is easy. Maybe that is what that we're trying it's to... Easy? Maybe it, it's
1: just something easy to digest?
0: It's easy. Well, it's
1: definitely easy. But there's easy not to... really... But, like, okay, yeah. People are always going to have those... F- but there, it's always been, like, there's been those films that are easy to digest. Like, in the 80s you know, you had the cop films, like, you had the, the Beverly Hills cops, you had the 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 diehards, you had the, um... Yeah, good uh, guys! You had the good Normal. guys, but, like, the, the good guys that were also kind of rough, and then, but, like, they were also, like, they had to kind of, like, get past their ways and stuff, to, like, to fight, like, an ultimate evil, you know? Mm. Um, like, Dirty Harry, I mean, that's more, what is that, the 70s. Um... And then, but, um, like, for instance, but now, like, there has to be, it can't just, the re, like, saying that, like, superheroes are good now because, like, they're easy to digest, I think that's, that's just the type of film of the time, like, every generation has the type of film that is easy to digest, because every generation has their own troubles, you know, everyone yeah. wants to have, like, a, an easy popcorn film. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. So um, why is the superhero... Why why superheroes for our generation of of laid-back films? And I think
0: it's easy enough just saying that, like, yeah, someone found out, like, hey, we can make a great large amount of money. Mm-hmm. And now it's Yeah, this. I
1: don't know. I think it's...
0: Because, I well, it's I mean... I think it's to do with... Oh, hold on a second. I need to get my
1: phone charger. Mm-hmm. But I have well, myself... Okay, while you're doing that, let me ponder on this oh, shoot. this thought, because oh, it's kind of a cool... I don't... I think it's... I mean, it is weird that, like, it hasn't... They have not done it before. Like, superhero... There's not really been many successful superhero movies. But think. I don't know... I don't know how that, like, relates with what's going on now in the world. Maybe maybe it is kind of like this this feeling of that there's no kind of playing into like the idea of like apocalyptic and like there really is no people don't really see much of a hope so it is nice to watch a film in which there are these heroes that come down and save us and like there's these there's there are there is absolute goods that are all powerful not all powerful but like because like in the '80s, maybe they didn't really need that as much because it was a little bit more of a happier time, so they could just have cops. What the, what are you doing?
0: I'm trying to. I'm. Uh, if you saw me, I'm in a position where I have to be. You have to grunt. Well, I'm like um, right into. I'm cornered basically. No, uh, and also we are living in a time where now we can do superhero movies because we have the technology. I think it's Well, I'm also... talking
1: about it from the perspective of the theme of this podcast, which is how
0: I know, I'm just saying like I don't maybe there really is no reason why the superhero movies Oh, my
1: deal! What? <laughs> it's kind of just like the one time we were doing the Scorsese versus superhero or, uh Spielberg thing and yeah. then you were just like, "Actually, I don't know." Well, that's, I mean, I a guess great... that's the point of that's... our podcast. I...
0: Yeah, I'm trying to th- I'm trying to think but I'm giving why you super
1: a, a I'm giving you a, a possible reason.
0: Okay, like, and I'll counterpoint it.
1: Go. But I was saying it. Oh, you might not have heard it. So, uh... I I think it's because now, today, we need superheroes. Because, like, in the 80s, it was a bit more of a happier time. So, like, there wasn't... I don't think any... the 80s
0: were happy. The
1: 80s were happy? What was but... going wrong in the 80s?
0: I'm trying to... I mean, there was... Uh... I mean, Everything Re- was kind Reagan, of on the up and
1: up in the 80s.
0: Reagan yeah, was.
1: There's Reagan, but, like, we were destroying in the Cold War. <laughs> like, there really wasn't much of a yeah. worry about the Cold War at that point.
0: Thank you, Reagan. We
1: were. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I mean, that's more politics. But, Hold um.
0: On. Oh, wait. Tear down that wall, Mr. Gorbachev. <laughs> hey. Mommy?
1: Reagan wasn't, like, a. What? He sounds like a really like raspy old smoker. Well, this is how he sounds. <laughs> like a creepy. I say to those. He doesn't. He doesn't have that much of like a, a rasp in his well, voice. He this doesn't is like the best with...
0: Reagan. I can do.
1: Wait. <laughs> well, I am Reagan.
0: No, that's wait, wait.
1: Do that. I'm Reagan. Well, I. Uh... No, that's My Jimmy Rick... Stewart. Oh.
0: oh. <laughs> I right, look, it's in the, hey, oh, oh. <laughs> oh I think, Riggins. oh, tear down that wall, uh,
1: uh, <laughs> uh, Potter,
0: what? hey, Potter, Potter, tear Mr. that wall, Mr. Potter, I think you're, you're nothing but a spider, a little spider, you should tear down that wall before I call you other insults, oh, oh <laughs> I like
1: a uh, Jimmy Stewart is just like, No, I don't know, but, like, humor in me for a second. Put a pin in this discussion of modern things. Hold and on. Let's... Humor mode
0: activated. <laughs> 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 okay.
1: You're welcome, audience. But anyways, put a pin in this, and oh. let's go back into what I was talking about before with 20s, which I think is a little bit easier... Since history is a lot easier to look at from a broad point of view when there's a bit of time, um, because right, like in the 20s, you. we had silent films, we had um Charlie Chaplin, <clears> Buster <throat> Keaton, and much more of like American Dream coming to America, this kind of pioneer ness to it, um. And how is that related with the 20s that was going on at that time?
0: Um. Well, let's see. What was happening in the 20s? It was pretty
1: happy. Like, a lot of the films were very happy because right after the 20s, or the 20s was right after World War One, where we had just won our first world, or won our first, the First World War. So I think a lot of it was just yeah, very optimistic. And it kind of was in the same realm of like of like of the 80s and 90s, more so in the 80s, I think yeah but crime was on
0: the rise in the 20s
1: no that's more 30s
0: i mean no yeah it it was on the rise and then it stopped around or like that gangster stuff kind of
1: yeah i mean but it's hard to judge with 20s though since it was i don't know i mean 20s also had um was that like gw griffith or is that the 10s
0: I think that was the twenty
1: uh no i think i'm
0: trying to i remember if uh intolerance was nineteen like 07. Oh, in, really in tall maybe in tall or nineteen sixteen
1: really that's still wow that was still right before um right before the war. Um, and I guess that was more of an epic, like that was kind of like the first epic, so I guess it was kind of like a depiction of of, of World War I and like the first time we had like these epic battles in modern times, so it was easy to, to make something like Intolerance. Um, I just realized that Lillian
0: Gish, who was the old lady in Night of the Hunter, was also in A Birth of a Nation. Ugh.
1: Yeah, I mean, she was also in Intolerance. That's so crazy. Wouldn't she die? Oh, 93.
0: Wow. She lived a nice, ripe age. Yeah,
1: she died at 99. By the by, the way,
0: guess where Lillian Gish uh, graduated?
1: Some stupid school. I don't know. You're
0: wrong. It was Bowling Green!
1: Ah, back when it was invented. She probably invented it.
0: She probably was like, hey, I, I need to go to a school, buddy. <laughs> I hope uh, this is right. Actually, I don't even money. know if she did... Her Wikipedia page doesn't say it. Uh, she did. So no, back uh, back to our little topic at hand. Um. Yeah, no, it's it's gonna be interesting. I mean, for example, movies that I would make right now are very much in line with um, advancing technology, innovation. We're definitely on a no matter what you know, we're doing to our world, we are very much, there. Are we're moving forward. Uh, that's the thing, I'm excited. I mean, Black Mirror shows the negative and scary effects of that, but I, I think there's a, a lot of exciting stuff happening in the world. I mean, information is getting quicker and quicker. Um, I don't think we're close to, like, a sci-fi world. Or maybe we are, and we're just, uh, we're not really akin to it, but, like, medical field is booming,
1: you know? Well, I think a lot of the films now are, are also just showing how we are moving so quick, but maybe like too quick. Like with Ex Machina, how like technology is going to kind of overpower us in a way.
0: Yeah, um, and that, that's the thing is there's a lot of movies that are showing kind of the de-tier, uh, the, like, the dehumanization of the world. How uh, we're relying too much on all this great stuff. Uh mm-hmm. so I would like a movie where uh it shows like the stuff is good, you know? Mm. Like
1: Yeah, but also I'm kind of just like what we were talking about earlier like but it's funny that there's a lot of people who aren't do not
0: want to join us in this new age of um you know, moving forward, I like progression. It's like scary to them. They think it's unnatural. Like uh, anti-vaxxers, you know? Yeah. I think it's just a fear of, of you know, stuff they don't truly understand. True. So, yeah, it's just kind of a crazy world we live in. Yeah,
1: that's true.
0: And uh, that's really all I have to say about on the subject, so... Yeah. Do we want to just go, let's go
1: on to our, uh... Yeah, let's just go on the trailers. Sorry, I'm a little bit of a... Sad. Yeah.
0: See, see what you've done, see... What I've done? No, I'm saying to the world.
1: Oh, uh, Do yeah. you see
0: what you've done to my brother? That's yeah. right, he's my brother from the same mother. I met him when
1: I was two years old. I'm just put, looking at pictures of Lily and Gish now. She's pretty attractive. She was attractive in uh, *Night of the Hunter*.
0: She was no, I mean, well, I mean, she definitely
1: kept it. I mean, she was an attractive lady. Attractive I understand lady. why she was a star back then.
0: I wonder if Lillian Gish knew. I mean, she definitely. I mean, what what do you think? I mean, G. W. Griffith probably definitely used the N word, like oh, yeah. on a daily basis, and I wonder. If at 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 any time she was like, "Ah, mm, that doesn't sound right in my ear holes,"
1: I don't know. It's kind of hard to say that for like the early nineteen hundreds.
0: Yeah, but I mean, like supporting the KKK is,
1: is well, that was kind of like okay back then, you know. It is.
0: It's weird when I was watching Boardwalk Empire. One of the like one of the things was like the KKK were recruiting people on the boardwalk. If you did that today. I think you would definitely have some people, like, try to beat you up. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Well, anyways, let's let's kick it to the trailers. Yeah,
0: I'm excited. You picked this one. Okay. So, I'm excited for what you're going to find. Okay, let's... Yeah. Jimmy, roll it! Hurrah! Right. Hello. Hello. Who are you? I'm, uh, Buffy. Oh. to Buffy Tooby? Buffy Tooby. Hmm. A- and I think I love you. That's
1: that's weird. I don't I don't feel love. Yo. See, I'm an I'm an android and <gasps> Ah I'm actually Zo. Um You're Zo? So? Yeah, you know, like the the one like social media thing. Like where I, I like go on to your like I have a Twitter account and like you know a few years ago, I was blamed for just becoming very racist because I like accumulated are, are you racist anymore, so? I don't know. I think I'm like I'm more like pondering like what is love. Well, I mean, I just told you I loved
0: you, so you can what, find what out through feel? this. What does what? that
1: feel? How does that feel? Like what is love?
0: It, burning. It's a lot of uh, burning. It hurts, yeah. and if you don't love back, uh, it uh, it feels like death. Like oh. two, I don't have junk. No, no, I'm a man, and I love you so. And and if you don't love me, it's it will feel like someone just repeatedly kicking me in the nuts. Hmm. And then also are, telling me I'm
1: what like does it fat. feel like to be kicked in the nuts?
0: Um, you don't have pain sensors.
1: Um, yeah, but only in my eyeball.
0: Okay, well check this out. Boink. Ow. That's what pain. <laughs> Now imagine that <laughs>
1: What a weird um commercial we got. <laughs> yeah,
0: that was really <laughs> weird,
1: I don't, I, don't <laughs> I don't know if that was a commercial. I think someone just got killed by uh, a robot. I think and that was like we an inf- stumbled upon the recording of it.
0: I think that was an info commercial, kinda like how there's artsy ways of like uh, they telling us not to smoke. Like they don't come right out and tell us not to smoke. They're like, <laughs> but "Hey, you want to buy cigarettes?" And they're like, "Okay, give me some of your skin." It's like that. Mm. I think this was an anti-zoe thing. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> that
0: they're race—they're not just racist, but <laughs> they're easy to destroy and and anger and
1: kill. I, yeah, I, I don't even worked. know what
0: Zoe is. So,
1: oh really? No. Well, now you know that was Zoe.
0: I don't want to use it. They stink. Yeah. And I yeah. didn't get the, I didn't get the commercial at all. So, maybe that's what it was. It was like saying, "Hey, this is annoying commercial, so don't yeah. do it." Um. Yeah. As for movies, mm. um, I didn't watch anything new. I am hoping to watch something new tonight. I don't know yet. Oh, um. Okay, so I got two, but I uh, really only one third. So I'm a huge fan of the artist, uh, or the cartoonist Ralph Blatsky. He did a lot of uh, movies in the '70s uh, through the '80s, like cartoons, uh, kind of adult cartoons. But he, wanna he did the very first adaptation of the Lord of the Rings, uh, but it was a cartoon, and so I wanted to see how he adapted Lord of the Rings before Peter Jackson, because you know he he set the tone of like what it, what makes a lord of the rings movie and it's weird because mm-hmm. it actually it opens up kind of like how it opens up in lord of the rings but like mm-hmm. uh it was all displayed with shadows and not like great graphics at all but it it's not that great of a, a movie i got to say i i turned it off halfway through oh. yeah i mean it, it it rushes it's weird because the, the pacing in the Lord of the Rings was so good that mm. uh, it. the pacing in this Lord of the Rings, uh, it just jumped. If I didn't know what was going on, I would probably be confused. Oof. Um, and then I re-watched Silence of the Lambs. Mm, My goodness. Nice. Love that movie. That is such a great movie. It's funny, too, because it... It has moments... I mean, it's like a serious film, right? Of course. Um, But then it also has essences of a campy horror movie. Like, there's a scene, and I loved it, but it definitely kind of is a bit cheesy, uh, where, uh, spoilers, Hannibal Lecter uh, escapes, and the guy, he chains one of the guards to to the pole, like, to his... Uh, jail, and mm-hmm. the guy's fumbling with his keys. It's like classic, like yeah, I can't do anything. I'm too scared. And then when he's about to st- like go over to strike him with his own bull, his mm-hmm. scream is like very hammy. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> and then when Animal Lecter is beating him, it's it's not really a it. He's not really be, he's like beating it, like just the air just below the camera. But it's this wafty – like maybe he knows just the way to beat someone to make it painful but also kill them. And that's why he's beating him the way he is. So uh, great movie. I highly recommend it. Great for – it's a horror movie but it's also probably, in my opinion, probably the greatest um, serious horror film. (laughs)
1: Like
0: Oscar worthy. Because it's believable – it's not, you know, you don't need the special effects, say that, like, it's a movie that I think could be watched 20 years from now, and we could still, like, it, it would work today. Because there's no message about it. It's just a really well-developed character. Um, and, in a way, it also works for the kind of the, sorry, not me t- too, but the uh, kind of the, the women in power, the, you know women empowering kind of way yeah though i will say like i noticed this way around all the men in the movie all in a way uh in a sense sexualize in their brains uh jodie foster's character Mm -hmm. but like in and i think that was the the director's point or the writer's point is um and it's it's actually funny because the only version who really doesn't is the Buffalo Bill character, but they only meet for the first time. But there's like subtlety, like Jack Crawford never right out, you know, wants like asks her out on a date, but he's definitely intrigued with her intelligence, and that's what makes her appealing to him. Yeah. So it's just a well-crafted movie. So. Well, anyways,
1: um, that yeah, those are good films. Um, Great films. Yes. Good Yesterday I, I saw um, uh the Buster Keaton um it's actually a new film by Peter uh, Bogdanovich, um really? it's a it was a documentary on Buster Keaton's life yeah um and I saw it and pretty let down honestly though because it was it no offense to Peter Bogdanovich but it was not it was a pretty poorly made documentary it was kind of just like here's a scene from one of his films. Here's another scene from one of his films and it kind of is like, just like they did it in chronological order. It it seemed, it was just like a documentary without a point of view and it was kind mm. of depressing. Oh, um, wow. It was like, I love Buster Keaton, but it was just like, a lot of said, it, it felt like it was just something you would see on History Channel that you would get bored with after like 30 minutes. So you're kinda, you're just, just kind
0: of like, being depressed all over the place. Movies yeah. you're watching, life. Yeah.
1: And then he came... Peter Bach... The main reason I wanted to go was Peter showed up and he was mm-hmm. interviewed. In and front he, of was, you? In front yeah, of you? Very... Yeah, there was a Q&A. <gasps> and um, people were asking... He didn't even really seem to like the movie that much. Um,
0: Did people ask him about his uh, appearance on Sopranos?
1: <laughs> no. Oh, okay. uh, but someone asked him, like, what... Like, apparently someone there knew Buster Keaton's wife, and she knew more than he did. Actually, something really interesting I, I that she said was Buster Keaton um, uh, Waiting for Godot, who, I forget who wrote that, Samuel Beckett. Samuel Beckett actually had Buster Keaton in one of his experimental films, and it was really weird, but apparently uh, Samuel Bucket wanted Buster Keaton to play... Um, one of the characters in Waiting for Godot, like a, the film version, and mm-hmm. that would have been incredible. Like that would have been, and we all were saying, like, or she was especially saying that, like, I think that would have been his best, best yeah, thing he was looking... ever in, because like that that would have, like that would have fit him perfectly to be in that play. But it's I guess a... I think his wife turned it down because it was just so far fetched, and Buster at that point was kind of just like, yeah, I'll be in a movie. You know, he was kind of depressed for most of his life, which was. I'm looking sad. at it's the... not like Charlie Chaplin, like Charlie Chaplin. It seemed like he kind of had like kind of a, a happy life for the most part. Buster Keaton shined in the 20s, made all these silent pictures, and then just kind of turned into the studio system and was just turned not... out. And he he was also in like a lot of those surfer films in the 50s that Gush... were just like Buster... really cheesy. Keaton? Yeah, he was in those films, and it was kind of just like, that doesn't... Like, he was in so many films that it was like, why are you in these films? Like, you're a genius silent movie actor. So, I'm looking at the people he interviewed,
0: and I get Mel Brooks, of course. Bill, Bill Hader, I guess. And then people like Nick Kroll, that I don't get. And then yeah. French Stewart. Why, why was he
1: interviewed? I don't know. I, I think French Stewart actually might have been in it. Also, Tarantino was in it. And when Tarantino was talking, it was like... And the
0: the guy who it was
1: it was weird because it it was almost like it didn't seem like he liked he he was kind of just like yeah I loved he was great he didn't really offer anything like it was kind of just like the coolest was honestly Dick Van Dyke because Dick Van Dyke um, crazy how he's still alive yeah it is was like a friend of his and apparently he owned like a pool cue of Buster Keaton because apparently Buster Keaton was like an expert pool. Like he played really good villains. <laughs> he was an expert so, pull, huh? He was oh, that's really good at being a pull, yeah. But um <laughs> He looks like a pull. The movie itself, like it did I did learn like a shit ton about Buster Keaton. It's uh-huh. just not it wasn't put together well. And yeah. um and then whenever it, like so the uh, the Q and E the Q and A ended with this young film hopeful person who I can relate to. But he he asked a question that had nothing to do with the film. He asked, um, what do you think of the future of film? <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> Which is something that I would ask, um, but maybe not liked. at that moment. But no, he—he he was. I, I thought he would just be like, "Oh, well, that's a loaded question." But instead, he was just like, "That's an interesting question because I think all art is on a decline right now." I don't think there's. <laughs> he was like really depressing. He was just kind of like, "I don't think there's anything really. I, th- I think everything's getting worse." And I think film was great because it was a new art, but now it's kind of, you know. He, he, the good thing he did say is he said that Wonder Woman, he also hated Wonder Woman. Mm. Like he said, um, the thing that Wonder Woman proved to me is a woman actress and a woman director can make a movie just as boring as men actor and men directors. That's, <laughs> so that's, he was just I, like...
0: I agree with that. Uh, I think people can make bad movies, you know? No,
1: I, I agreed with that, but he was just kind of like no one's making mu- like music like they like mozart did no one's painting like turner did like all like all arts nowadays is like in a decline well, and
0: that's where you and i need to make the difference or yeah. the future you know whatever yeah. and, there, and here's the other thing you know I think sometimes we all say, and, and I don't know, and maybe this is a topic for another uh, podcast. But we always talk about the decline, like there's nothing new, but there is new, like stuff like BoJack Horseman. To me, is is I like wonderful uh, movies. I will agree. I I have not gone and out to see a movie in a long time. Uh, I, I did like uh, Get Out. Um, oh. I will say this. The movie I am very excited for, okay, is the new Adam McKay movie, Vice? I don't know. Okay, Sam, and everybody out there, watch the trailer. It is um, a biopic on Dick Cheney. (laughs) And it's directed by the guy who did Big Short. Oh. Yeah. That's interesting. And the thing I'm most interested about is – it's, it doesn't look... Okay, so Oliver Stone directed the movie W. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but from what I saw, it really just is a shit... It's very one-sided on George Bush. Like, he was an alcoholic. He was a... Cl- he was, like... He had no, qual- like, good qualities. Mm. This movie, from what I saw from the trailer, it it makes Dick Cheney look like he was manipulative. But he looked kind of like he was, I don't know, it made him kind of look cool. Like he was smart. Because uh, I researched uh, Dick Cheney and he, he really, like he became like a CEO. I mean, it's classic white um, Republican guy rising to power. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I'm very interested in what, seeing what this movie has to say.
1: Yeah,
0: that's a kind of a niche person. I only know him for shooting George Bush. Well, not shooting. Did he shoot? He shot somebody. I thought it
1: was George
0: Bush. I don't think it was George Bush, but and and for viewers, yeah, he he, and for viewers who don't aren't privy to you know, not politics today. uh, Dick Cheney was on a hunting trip and accidentally shot someone with a shotgun. Uh, They survived, but no, yeah, that's the only thing I remember about Dick Cheney. And that he was, like, kind of scary. I remember uh, uh, Harold and Kumar escape from Guantanamo Bay. uh, The scene with George Bush. And it's so fun. Here's something. It it felt like it was fun making fun of George Bush. You know? Yeah. Like, it was... He was... uh, He may have not been on it, but it was like we were making fun of him because of the way he did... It wasn't that he was... Well, I remember Mom... Oh, okay, never mind. Um, but it's so weird. I I would love a George Bush in, right now.
1: Well, he did cause two wars that weren't really necessary.
0: That is true. That is true. Maybe maybe I just I don't, don't remember it.
1: Yeah, I think I'll it's, always it's, remember this young. time.
0: I'll remember this time like the back of my hand.
1: True. Well, we'll end on that remember the times and this this episode was highly related. political yeah it was but i'm glad
0: these things are recorded because you know maybe it, what happens i do become super conservative 80 years yeah. from now and they'll we'll be like to you
1: with this great episode.
0: great 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 granddad <laughs> yes my cybernetic child beep boop, boop they're like hey we found this this podcast of you you were really lefty I despise myself. That's why I left my human body. My leftist body. To become super right man. Borg. Beep boop boop.
1: Alright. End on that. Well, in that note, uh, adios all. Goodbye. Sorry that I seemed down. No, uh, no, no. That's, that's
0: human emotion. You're, you're sad right now. Next episode, yeah. Sam may be even... Sam may actually cry. Or he may laugh. I may cry.
1: Well, stay tuned. Adios. Bye! Bye!